Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. Welcome back. Final segment on a Friday. And, you know, we're always looking for the good around here. And we're always looking for those who are achieving excellence. And as uh, the great one, the Jeff Kaplan, uh, often makes me stay after school uh, to weigh in on a few things on his afternoon drive, I'm going to make Jeff uh, put on the headset uh, a little before school uh, today. Jeff, uh, just wanted first to congratulate you, an extraordinary achievement, a great award, the Edward R. Murrow Award for Writing. Uh, And people will say, wait a minute, this is radio. What does writing have to do with it? And, of course, the answer is everything. But congratulations. Thank you. That's that's really nice. I, I get very, very shy about this sort of stuff. Uh, <laughs> that's why I'm you calling know. you out. You know that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I do. I wasn't expecting this. So thanks for sandbagging me, first of all. Um, second, you know, it's a really nice honor. Words matter. It, it says it on my mug on my desk, and it's there to remind me every day uh, when I write and try and be precise in yeah. what I want to say. It was for the minute of news, of course, and... Uh, I don't have much more to say about it. Except- well, I'm, I'm going to I'm going to tell you a few things that I know about my minute of news uh, because it's your minute of news, and uh, you you talk about words matter, uh, and and words have meaning, and the meaning matters uh, as well. And uh, it it's one of your great gifts is that ability to get to the essence uh, of a story, of a thought, of a principle, of an idea. Uh, and you mentioned the the writing, and I I love that you got a writing award. Uh, because, uh, as I always say, if you ever want to know what you actually think, you have to write it. You can't just speak it. Yeah, and you know what? You have to workshop it. You don't just write it and then I'm done. You have to consider what you've written, see if you're conveying what you want to, you know, it, it's it's work. Yeah, it, it is work. Yeah, it, Someone said if you want to be a great writer, you know, just uh, prick your finger with a with a needle and just bleed out a little bit. You know, it's, sometimes that's the process. But, you know, um, not that this is a lifetime retrospective or anything, but it took me 40 years to get here mm. of doing this. And I remember the older guys in the newsroom, like, slapping my hand with a ruler every time I wasn't as precise. And I learned that way. And it took a long time. And I had to learn to be me. Yes. To get there. Yes. And that's a process that takes a whole lifetime. It is. It is a definite process. And uh, the other saying for me uh, is always that everyone needs an editor. (laughs) Uh, And I know you've got a really good one in Heather uh, to make sure that once you've figured out what you think you're going to say, she can actually say, 
That's not what you're saying. No, seriously, <laughs> did you know about that? I mean, are you speaking from knowledge of this? Because it's, it's dead I, on. I just know how this goes, yeah. <laughs> she'll hear me working on the minutes from the other room, and she'll come in. Uh, you can't say that. Not here. No. <laughs> not that way. <laughs> and and um, I change it because yeah. I've learned that, that that what she has to say in her input yeah. is really important. And Heather's extraordinary, and she also has a great ear uh, for things that actually matter. But a big congratulations, Jeff Kaplan, my minute of news, Edward R. Murrow Award for writing. Uh, and I just can't tell you how thrilled I am that it's the writing component that gets featured in that. Your ability to deliver it is absolutely incredible and astounding. Uh, but you have to write it first before you can ever say it. You're too kind, but that's enough. Okay, just go on with the show. <laughs> See, I love pulling Jeff into my show. <laughs> we may have to do this more often. Uh, that's the great one, Jeff Kaplan. Stay tuned. He'll be coming up here at the top of the hour, and he will get you home safe. He will get you home smart, uh, and he will get you home thinking about something that actually matters. Well, as we round out the week this week, uh, I want to go back to a little bit of the conversation we were having earlier this hour Uh, Just talking about the difference that we can make. You know, we started the program today. We had David Levitt uh, dialing us from inside of Ukraine. Uh, Just think of that uh, for a moment, Uh, having someone inside uh, a country that is under attack uh, and that Russia is trying to take over. And here you have a Utah in David Levitt and uh, a couple from Utah who is choosing to remain anonymous uh, who are going to help 500 uh, families, uh, 500 Ukrainians, uh, not just getting them by short term, help them for a year to get on their feet. Uh, and one of the things that David pointed out was just how passionate the Ukrainian people are uh, to return, to get back to their homes, to rebuild their communities, to to build up their cities and their country again. Uh, they're passionate about that. And one of the things that David said that really struck me uh, was the fact that as so many Americans are trying to help Ukraine and the people of Ukraine, we are being reminded uh, about our own beginnings and our own essence in terms of that passion for freedom, uh, that natural instinct to collaborate and work with one another and to help those in need. And we just always have to remember that uh, that's what it's about. Uh, we often... A joke that uh, I actually agree with Hillary Clinton on the fact that it does it takes a village. Uh, now, I may disagree on what that village is. Uh, for me, the, the village is not the government. The village is the village, uh, and it's the people. Uh, government has a role, to be sure, uh, but it's, it's good people doing good things and coming together. Uh, we talked earlier in the program, uh, the report came out today from the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, their 2021 report on humanitarian efforts around the world, uh, and just the impact that has. Uh, over 3,900 humanitarian projects in 188 countries uh, is an extraordinary thing. Uh, and the thing that, that struck me the most is just those who go out and just do things. Over 62,000 new local community volunteers registered through the Just Serve website. Uh, 2,100 New Just Serve uh, volunteer projects were created over the course of the year. Uh, 2,500 new organizations registered on Just Serve. So remember, those are just not entities uh, within the Church of Jesus Christ. These are other entities who need volunteers, who need help. And so they can register there, and then people know that they can go and serve and, and make a difference there. And recognizing the power of the one 
what one individual can do, the impact of one individual, uh, is really what it's all about. Uh, I often uh, like to paraphrase uh, William Morris, who said, you know, one person with an idea in his head may be in danger of being called crazy. Two people with the same idea may be foolish, but not crazy. Ten people with the same idea, and they start to act. A hundred, and they start to have results, tangible and real. A thousand, and people start to take notice. Ten thousand, and they can change the course of a community or a country. And why only a hundred thousand? Why not a hundred million or more? And it's you and I who agree together who have to answer that question. And so, yes, we cannot do everything, and we cannot be everywhere, and we can't provide everything for everyone, but we can do one thing. We can do one thing today, and we can do one thing tomorrow, and we can make a difference for one person. And whether that person is a refugee fleeing Ukraine or looking for shelter, or whether that's a neighbor in need or someone down the street or a homeless person downtown, Uh, or just reaching out and uh, letting that person on your drive home, let them merge in without using your horn. Uh, We all can do little things, uh, and they all add up. But the important thing is to recognize that it's in building the connections. It's the connectedness that really gives it power. It's not about transactions. It's about relationships, and that's how you make a difference in the world. That'll wrap it up for us on a Friday. I'm Boyd Matheson. Thanks for joining us on Inside Sources today here on KSL News Radio. And as always, as you go out into the world, especially throughout your beautiful weekend coming up, please make sure that you see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and yep, it's your job. Do something that'll make a difference. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.